Hello and welcome to Crusher Talk. I'm your hostess, Haley Crusher Kane, coming to you from a Motel 6 in Joliet, Illinois. I just had to look up how to say that because it is French and apparently the T should be silent, so it should be Joliet, but apparently no one says it that way. So anyways, we are, Dr. Kane and I have um, found ourselves in an Another pet-friendly Motel 6. The van is too cold, so we are really enjoying the luxurious Motel 6 atmosphere. The dogs are enjoying the little bed action and the TV. Um, Perhaps Peanut will take a bath later. We're not really sure. Um, I just wanted to pop on for a short one this week. I hope everyone had a really good holiday. Um, Crusherverse headlines. Let's see. Okay. So it was the holidays, of course. We spent it uh, up in Carbondale, Colorado, which is a little town um, up in the mountains of Colorado, 7,000 feet above sea level. Quite an elevation change. Um, It will hit you. (laughs) Um, And we spent some time with Dr. Kane's awesome parents who live up there. we had a really nice holiday and one of the important things I must share with you is we have discovered a fun way to enjoy the snow if you are a redneck. You might be a redneck if you use a shovel as a sled. This was obviously Dr. Reed Kane Esquire's idea and although it was slightly probably more uncomfortable for him than for me to slide down these hills with a shovel between his legs, it was a uh, pretty uh, effective. So feel free to use that one if you like. Uh, We did share a little video of that on social media of us flying down the hill and it was actually one of the most like fun, playful, festive moments of the holiday besides eating our entire body weight in delicious thumbprint cookies, which I have never had before. But I'm so lucky that I married into a family of someone who knows how to make insanely good Christmas cookies. So not only did we eat a lot of cookies, but we have lots of cookies in the van. And my crave worthy this week, of course, is a sweet thing. Um, that has been the theme of the day, of the week, basically. There has been no shortage of sweets, and we are stuffing our faces. So um, the crave worthy is... We went to a little... Um, cafe called Crazy Cow Cafe in a small town called Beaver, Utah. (laughs) And um, you can just imagine what that cafe looked like. There were a lot of crazy cows all over the walls, cows in various poses, cows surfing and cows, I don't know, dancing and, you know, just a lot of cow motif going on, Um, which is actually quite trendy now because the 90s are coming back. So cow print is back, you guys. So we went to the Crazy Cow Cafe, and we had uh, a a, um, do- a Dr. Cow, which was fitting for Dr. Kane to order a Dr. Cow, because when you look at a menu like that, what are you supposed to order, right? You're supposed to just go with what the locals do. So we got the Dr. Cow, and it was um, a mixture of Dr. Pepper, coconut, um, and vanilla. And it was actually quite good, and it was incredibly sweet, but it was... It was really good. So I feel like that has to be our crave worthy because it was just one of those experiences you only get on the road. It's a very American experience. And, you know, we don't we don't try for these things, but we do just end up popping into restaurants that are like this. And 
Even just today, we almost went into a Mexican restaurant that had a Philly cheesesteak taco. Now, that could have been our crave-worthy. That would have been a very worthy crave-worthy, I'm sure. But um, I think we were just done with the wacky food. And so, yeah, Dr. Cow it is. Um, Crusherverse headlines. Oh, now I'm going back to headlines. I do have segments, but I will be moving back and forth between them at will because it's my show and I can do whatever I want. Um, I started watching some Hitchcock movies. I've watched The Birds and I've watched North by Northwest, which led me down a rabbit hole of Alfred Hitchcock, which I do remember watching Alfred Hitchcock Presents as a kid with my sister and even creating a spoof of Hitchcock Presents. I think that's what it was called where there's the music do 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 and Hitchcock kind of has a, a, a silhouette and you can see his big belly and he just turns towards the camera. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Um, I had never really watched the movies um, or I'd just seen bits and pieces of them and knew them as pop cultural moments but hadn't actually taken the time to watch them. So over this holiday break, I have been watching some, some Hitchcock movies and I have to say The Birds was hilarious. Um, talking to my mother-in-law, she said she was absolutely frightened and shook by this movie when it came out. And I do get it. It was pretty ahead of its time. And one of the things that I did after I watched the birds was I went on YouTube and looked up how they did the movie. And as I suspected, every third bird was real. Still, even though there were many fake birds, it was still like 3000 live birds. And these were gulls, crows, pigeons, all sorts of things. Um, They did talk a little bit about how in order to make people afraid of the birds when there were uh, sometimes no birds in the scene, when the birds would be like dive bombing people and they'd have to pretend like there were birds because although they, they used real birds, in many of the scenes there are no birds and they had to like overlay birds into the movie. If you don't know the plot of the movie, just it's exactly what you imagine birds take over a city and a town rather and chaos ensues but they used actually a drummer on set who would drum anytime the birds would come close and if the drummer got more and more um, fast it meant that the birds were like coming down faster and faster I just thought that was interesting it was such a crazy movie for the time period and the fact that he Hitchcock had the gall to just make that movie (laughs) and it is funny but it is scary I mean there are many effective scenes that are very startling and very disturbing um so yeah that's that's what I've been doing um in between holiday holiday events um another thing on our Crusherverse headlines I would love to share with you is uh we finally got to go back to the Glenwood Springs hot spring which is a treasure of the world. It really is one of the world's greatest, most wonderful hot springs. It's a joy, one might say. Um, it may be the largest hot spring in the West. I'm in North America. In North America. Yeah, it's a it's a very vast hot spring nestled up amongst the mountains in Gledwood Springs, among the undulating mountains. Nestled. I'm using my marketing words now. Um And it was great because, you know, we had snow, we didn't have any crazy weather like everyone else. So if you have dealt with this weather, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that because we were in a, for whatever reason, the 
Carbondale area, Glenwood Springs area was protected due to how the Rockies are situated, I suppose. We were we were very protected and we had great weather. Still, you know, going in the hot tub when it's 30 degrees or lower, it's a whole new experience. You know, you when you your head is out of the water, you're cold and this great juxtaposition between the warmth of the natural hot springs and the cool air was really cool and this is just something we do every time we go to Colo- every time we can go to Colorado we do go to this hot spring and it is one of those things you should look up because it is just incredibly beautiful and i don't know i just feel lucky every time we get to go we got to visit with some good friends while we were, we were there and it, one of the things we like to do is just like start in the the you know the shallow part of the pool which is all super hot um I'm not really sure how hot, but it's really hot. And then we walk gradually to the very other end, which is like a very long walk slash swim. You can kind of walk or swim depending on what you want to do. And then, um, of course, I married a man who likes diving boards, you know, Colorado man who wants to fling his body off of anything he can possibly fling his body off of. So he'll go and jump off the diving board, even in 30 degree weather. Um, which apparently is not cold if you consider what the hell this country has been through, <laughs> this the Midwest has been through, um, and even parts of the West and the South have been through during this crazy storm. Um, yeah, he really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. It was just such a headline, very much a special moment for us during the holidays. Um Yeah. So let's see what's next. Sparkle of the week. Okay. Sparkle of the week. Um, Dr. Kane, the loving son that he is changed his father's plumbing in the house. Um, red is a cowboy of a man and he can do a lot of things in his eighties, including shoveling the or plowing the snow on this mountain they live on. But sometimes he just needs a helping hand. So it was nice that um, there was some home improvement going on during the holidays. And I, to carry on the theme, I shaved his head for him because um, Red needed a haircut. Matching and, haircuts. And so now both of the cane men have matching haircuts. And that was my sparkle of the week because although I don't mind doing that, um, it was, you know, something that I did for someone else. And... Um, I can't really think of anything else <laughs> except, I guess, like Christmas presents, but that just feels weird. I mean, that's not really like going out of – that's that's expected. Um, yeah, that's that's worth it though. I'm going to allow that be, to be the sparkle of the week and just say, Red, this one's for you. This is your sparkle. We're glad we got to sparkle up your life um, during this holiday. Um, over on the Crusherverse, Friends of the Crusherverse Facebook group, I asked you guys, um, like, what was your greatest gift over the holidays and your greatest gripe? And I just got a, a couple really fun answers that I wanted to share with you. Um, Rebecca Jensen said that this, so the best gift she got was Blondie Against All Odds, which is a really cool looking in-depth archive of Blondie's history. It's sort of like rarities and oddities um, from 1974 to 82. But she said that she, uh, she was, her gift was that she got this album and the gripe was that she had to buy it for herself, um, which I thought was really funny. And 
Apparently, her husband wrapped it for her, but she bought it for herself. That said, hey, a gift that you buy yourself that you know you're going to like is always preferred to some random thing. So good for you, Rebecca. Um, Mark Olson said, <clears throat> and Mark is amazing. Mark is an old school, old school crusher verse, even magazine dirty fan who has come to probably more shows than anyone um, in the past 10 or so years, um, going way back to magazine Dirty in the mid-2000s. Um, so I always love when Mark comments. Mark said he got to have a wonderful dinner with lifelong friends, and the gripe was L.A. traffic. Yes. I You know, I don't miss the traffic, obviously, and we have yet to experience any traffic that is even faintly related to how terrible traffic is in Southern California, not to you know, make you guys feel bad. And, you know, of course you guys, and when I say you guys, I mean, anyone who doesn't live in Southern California or the Bay area talks about traffic or maybe possibly New York. And we go, <laughs> okay. Um, so not to be patronizing to to anyone else, but Hey, I, on the days that I wonder why I moved away from California, I think about the traffic. Okay. So when it's going to be you know, negative degrees and it's cold and we're frozen. It's pretty damn frozen right now in Illinois where we are. I can think about the fact that I don't have to deal with that in the foreseeable future. And you know what? That is a blessing. That really is Mark. Um, okay. Who else? Uh, Jason Beard, who is awesome. And he runs a radio station out of, or not runs, but he's a DJ at a radio station out of, um, Rapid City, South Dakota. Is that a place? I wasn't on that Rapid City. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get it wrong. Something? Where, what is the question? <laughs> uh, the radio station Jason does. He sent us beer. Uh, it's in North Dakota. North Dakota. Okay. Rapids Is Rapid City a place? It is. Yes. I, it, I'm pretty. We drove 10 hours. And this is the first thing I did when we got in the hotel room. So forgive me, Jason. Um, but he runs a, a radio show called Left of the Dial, and you can Google that. And it's, um, yeah, North Dakota. And he sent us some awesome beers from Lost Hills Brewing Company. I want to say that that's the company that were fantastic. Especially, I think there was a Mexican, some Mexican lager. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, anyways, he says, and this is just sweet. He says, I got hugs from my son. 21, my sons, 21 and 15. That's the best when they're spontaneous. I thought that was sweet. Um, when I started this little Facebook group over on Facebook, I don't know. I was like, how do I engage with you people? What do y'all want to talk about? Like, what do I say? And I just feel like it's fun when I ask questions and you guys answer. Last week, um, also, I asked, you know, how you guys all got involved with the Crushiverse, and there were some great answers. Um, just people talking about how they heard about us and they're so varied. Like, um, Nikki said she heard about us from Rodney on the rock who played one of our songs. And then she came, you know, we came to her town and she came to one of our shows. Like that's so old school. Like who gets to find out about a band on like a radio program program and then go to the show. Um, there are some people that we'd played with in the past in different cities. I don't know. I just thought it was really fun. You can check that out over on the um, Facebook group, but I'm just starting to get my steam over there. And I just, 
I am checking in weekly and asking questions and sharing and of course sharing this podcast with everyone there. And it's just fun to hear from you guys. Um, Part of being in a band is that connection. And I have to say, I don't necessarily get to have that real connection. Even even though I am like one-on-one live at a show, it's so much more stressful. It's late at night. People are drinking. It can be so much of a barrier between me and getting to know some of you guys. And I really appreciate every single one of you who listens and follows our journey and like follows our little adventures and our little van life and our little dogs. So um, just want you guys to know how much I appreciate you. And with that, I will leave you with the quality thought of the week, which comes from our friend Hattie. Hattie lives out in Carbondale and is just the coolest. She's somebody that um, Dr. Reed Kane went to high school with and I think junior high as well. And they're still friends, and she's married to an awesome guy named Fox who's in a band up there and is just a sweet guy as well. And she was talking about – we actually went to the hot springs with them, and she was talking about how for her birthday recently she just, like, escaped and ran away to Mexico. (laughs) And she talked about how she just really wanted to run away, and it it was the right decision, the right move. And I think a lot of times we think of running away as being um, fear-based or like, you know, the weak move, the wrong move, the not tough move, or maybe somewhat shameful. But like, I love that she turned running away into a celebration. And I think we can take that and bring it into lots of different parts of our lives. Like in taking that spirit, you know, running away could mean something as simple as like saying to someone like, I love you, but I don't want to do this right now, or I'm going to go take a bath or, you know, I'm going to go on a long walk and I'll talk to you later. And I'm going to listen to this audiobook, or like, I'm going to go eat alone somewhere. Like that can be really luxurious to go off and like have lunch by yourself, take yourself out to a date, go to a movie alone. Like, I don't know. It just felt very nice to hear someone talk about the idea of running off and having no responsibilities and saying, I don't want responsibilities, kids, family, husband, friends, blah, blah, blah. I just want to go off on my own and have my own fun. And I think that's like just a really good reminder that we all can do that, you know, and we're all adults. So we can absolutely do that whenever we want. Okay, bye. <laughs> that would be a good time for me to just sign off without any ceremony. But I was going to say before I was really interrupted. Um, that, yeah, all you have to do is set the away message on your email. And you can even set that the away message when you are available. Now, just remember that. Okay, well, I'm glad I was able to um, drop this one off for you. We're going to enjoy this Motel 6 to its, <laughs> to its capacity. Pe- Peanut's got the bubble bath going. So mm-hmm. I'm going to join her and I'll talk to you guys next week. All right, take care. Bye.